Episode 14, Innocence. And I need to lie down. Yeah, it's, I feel somber. There is a cloud. (laughs) There is a cloud looming over us. Yeah, this, this episode is rough. It's rough to go through. (laughs) It is painful. It is painful. Yes. I'm Marley. I'm in pain. I'm Jenna. I'm also in pain. (laughs) My pain feels like... What does it feel like? When I watch this episode, I feel, honestly, honestly, I know that Buffy and Angel are star-crossed lovers. I know. If it isn't, I mean, this is a very dramatic thing no one would expect. This is an unnecessary amount of pain. This Mm. is, this is tragic. We're in the world of tragedy. This episode is tragedy. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... 100%. It is tragedy. That's the genre of the day. That's why you feel the way you feel, I believe, because they did their job very well. But do I see Buffy and Angel walking down the aisle? Do I see Buffy and Angel putting a down payment on a home? (laughs) Do I see them starting a family? Do I see – those are all very conventional things I just named. Mm -hmm. That Those are not necessary in a beautiful, wonderful life. However, do I see them having like a long-term – relationship no so there's part of me that when I see this episode I'm like I I I was watching their relationship with rose-colored glasses how Mm. what did I expect but it's how you feel when you're I was having a flashback to when I was this age and I had this I had this um camp boyfriend who I would I met you when you had this boyfriend. Yes. Yeah. Um so I had this like love of mine that I would see every summer at summer camp and then we started working at the camp together. We were always camp boyfriend yeah. and girlfriend. We were always star cross lovers. I just always felt this connection. But he lived in Calgary, I lived in Edmonton. It was never really going to work out, but so I've had this moment with this this guy (laughs) where it was so tragic when we sort of had to break up or just be like we're not gonna be able to you know be together we're we live in different cities we're teenagers (laughs) totally but it was so tragic and I just remember crying on the bed like Buffy cried on the bed I really did (laughs) and you just unleash Hmm. and Buffy's fear of losing Angel has been a theme of this entire season and what happens? She does lose him, but in the way, but in a way that she did not expect. No, it was not her fear that this would happen. No. So it's such a what like it's just such a wonderful resolution, if you can even use that word for something like this, of that fear. Mm-hmm. This is it. Yeah. It's worse than she could have imagined. Yeah. Fuck. Okay, so <laughs> Okay, Mar Mar, what's the sitch? Tell me what's happening. Let's go. We gotta go back in. We have to relive. Dive this, back like, into the wound. Oh, it's We're like Miss Frizzle on the Magic School Bus, and we gotta dive into Arnold's wound. We gotta <laughs> get in there. Get in there. Get into the wound. Okay, so we we start off the episode with the judge and Spike and their bickering, and Drusilla's there, and um Spike's bickering with the judge, like, you're fucking sitting there doing nothing. (laughs) And he's like, I'm bored. Spike is in a bad mood. Things aren't going his way. He also says to Drusilla, like, we should just leave town. Cut and run. Because that is the Spike way. Yeah. He loves to cause chaos and then just sort of peace out. Um, So it's, I think he feels so helpless, like, that he can't make these decisions, that he's not in power. It's really interesting. See a real back burner. Totally. Yeah. And he's not as devout, I would say. I think this is a good word to describe certain vampires' obsession with 
with evil. You have vampires like the master mm-hmm. who want to ruin the world, end the world. Mm-hmm. Um, Armageddon, the rapture. They yes. want to end the world. And then you have vampires who are like, uh, I want to cause pain. I want to experience the pleasure of causing pain, but I don't want to necessarily end the world. Well, because without humans and humanity, it what else? What would you do when the world ended? Like, I don't, I don't know. This is the question. So, and this is a huge delineation between vampires. Mm-hmm. You have devout vampires set on ending the world. This is Drusilla now. Yes, who buy into this. It's like their religion. It's their... Yes. They want this to happen. This will be their paradise. Yes. Darkness. Um, eternal night. Yes. But it's, Spike is like paradise is right here on Earth. Like, yeah. Yeah. So we're seeing a difference between them ideologically. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Um, so then uh, she's like, I feel... She feels... Angel's pain, she's in pain because at the last episode, Angel ran outside and was screaming in pain mm-hmm. and was like, Buffy! Mm-hmm. And in the rain, of course. Yes. V- uh, tons of water in this episode, tons yes. of rebirth. We're always wet and fucked up wet in this episode. And mascara's <laughs> yep. running. And so Drusilla feels Angel's pain, and then Angel's, we see him feeling the pain. Yes. And then this. Lady who's like smoking at the back of the club. Yeah, taking it's a like, break on a shift or yeah, something. It's like, hello, mister, what's going on? He's like, oh, I'm okay. The pain is gone. And then it just, he has demon face and then he just fucking bites her. Kills oh her. God. I did not expect that. I didn't expect that at all. <laughs> oh, Marmar. And so demon angel Angelus is revealed. And he blows the cigarette smoke out of his mouth because she was smoking a cigarette it out of her neck. It's <laughs> oh, pretty cool. A magic, a magical realism. I'm happy to. Oh, I'm yeah. happy to to say <laughs> gave her a tracheotomy. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. It's so good. Uh, it's so evil. It's amazing. And that's the cold open. And I like. Oh God! I screamed and scared my cat. <laughs> so you had no. I-, I mean, you had no idea. No. Oh my god. That is just so I can't believe it. I I don't I'm so happy. I'm so happy. That is the only good thing about today. Watching this episode is so sad and it's awful. Painful, yeah. But I also love to feel this kind of pain. This mm. is when you watch a show like this. Yes. And you're like this is it's coming. And you you transport yourself, you hitch your pony to the pain wagon, <laughs> and you you go there with them. You go to that dark place. But I will say that I'm always apprehensive. I'm, uh, like, it's difficult sometimes for me to watch this transformation, in particular the transformation of Angel, because he becomes a kind of cruel that is uh, very human, isn't it? Yes. It's so disturbing. It's so disturbing. Yeah. So, so, and we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But, mm. but yeah, I'm just so happy to hear that you, that this was somehow saved as a real surprise for you. I, I mean, I really don't know much about this show at <laughs> all. I really don't. So it, it was a surprise. I had no idea. Blonde hair boyfriend, brown hair boyfriend. Yes, <laughs> you're right. Let me go back to the first days of this podcast. That two is, boyfriends. Two boyfriends. <laughs> Both alike in dignity. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this was shocking. So has a cold open. Then we go to crime club in the library. Um, I wrote Miss Calendar suspicious. She's acting fucking weird. Yeah. Um, they're, like, worried because they haven't heard from Buffy. Yeah. Um, they knew that her and Angel went to check out the judge situation. They don't know what's going on. They've deduced that he's probably been assembled because there's no more body parts being shipped in mm. from around the world. The globe. On, yeah. At the cargo um, station. At the docks. <laughs> at the docks. <laughs> on the ocean where they live. Uh, um, and so then I wrote, Drusilla is mad. Um she is in crazy town yes. mode. Yes. 
we're sort of flipping back and forth between all the like scenes, all the gangs yeah. in this episode all the time. But we go back to the trio. Um, Drusilla is is in her madness, and then Angel shows up. So what does she say? Do you remember what she says? Oh, I no. She says, "I can see the stars." <gasps> and and Spike says, "You can't. It's daylight. That's just the ceiling." And she's like, "I can see the stars." And they all have one name. And for me, and I've watched this a hundred thousand times, but for me, this is Drusilla seeing fate. Mm. Like literally star-crossed. Like literally it's written in the stars. Mm. Pull out all of the cliches you want. She's seeing, she's seeing this fated destined, Mm. dare I say, Mm -hmm. moment. And... And knows, knows that he is bad. Yes. Then she sees him come into the room and we're back on track. But yeah. Drusilla is seeing it in the star. Like she's having a relationship with fate, with destiny, with the power. Like well, she is a prophet. Yes. She isn't she? has An visions. Oracle kind of. She's like, a seer, I think is what yes. you would call her. Yes. Maybe. Yeah. Just she, we know that she can see things happening as they happen, before they happen. We've seen this in many episodes. Her, it doesn't always make sense, but the oracles don't make sense. They often talk in riddles, riddles, poetry. Yeah. Yeah. Things that aren't linear sometimes. So it's very, very that. And I wrote, Oh my God, sassy angel, because he comes in and is like so different than what he is, I know. than what he's been. Do you know what happens to Angel? Well, <clears throat> moves to New York and tries to fulfill that Broadway dream. It's tough sledding, but one day he's working in the chorus when the big star twists her ankle. You don't give up, do you? As long as there's injustice in the world, as long as scum like you is walking. <laughs> rolling the streets. I'll be around. Look over your shoulder. I'll be there. Uh, yeah. Angel, um, look over your shoulder. Hurts, doesn't it? Well, you know, it kind of itches a little. Don't just stand there. Burn him. Gee, maybe he's broken. What the hell is going on? This one cannot be burned. He's clean. Clean? You mean he's... There's no humanity in him. Couldn't have said it better myself. Angel. Yeah, baby. I'm back. It's a great performance by David Boreanaz. Yes, Marley, yes, yes, yes. I agree. Because I really, I don't know, I haven't really gotten... I just haven't connected with Angel as a character very much for this whole thing because I find him kind of boring and brooding <laughs> generally. I'm like, ugh. <laughs> but this was such a great performance. He's like Spike. So totally. confident. Like they're, he's like smoking. He's making little quips. He's quite at home as a vampire. Yes. Like he feels this is natural. Fuck. He. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you're back, like, my best friend, my friend. Like, you know, they have their little gang together. They're friends. They love fucking shit up. And and we have the most airtight proof in the world, which is that the judge can't burn his humanity yes. because he has none. Like, we are on the edge of our seats for the first 10, 15 minutes of this episode because we don't get it confirmed that he's lost his soul until later. Mm-hmm. So we're like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, like, how did this happen? Was what he just happened? pretending? Like, all you know, all yes. these things come into my mind. I'm like, how did this, yeah, how did this happen? What is happening to him? Was anything real? <laughs> All the questions you would ask yourself if you were in Buffy's shoes or any yes. any of the Scooby shoes, right? Yes. Ugh. Uh, and and in the library, the gang, like Buffy shows up and is like, I'm okay, but 
Have you guys seen Angel? Mm -hmm. Like, Buffy has woken up after um, this night with Angel, Mm -hmm. and he's not there. Mm -hmm. And she's like, what the fuck? Like... Can you imagine? That... Yeah. I mean, holy shit. They just had this, like... They didn't just have, like, a one-night stand. They made love. They, like, told each other they loved each other. And, like, we'll see in the flashback later. But it's, like, it's just love. Like, they were making love together. And, like, she woke up. It was her first time. Arguably, making love, having sex after a near-death experience... I don't know how much more vulnerable you can be. No. Like, it's all it was all bared. They were, like, so... Not to mention that he mm-hmm. is a vampire. She laid sleeping with a vampire. Mm. Like, it's... The, the levels of questions you would have are never-ending. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And the trust... Yeah, so she's... I mean, she's... She's fucked up. So she comes and, you know, she doesn't want to tell everyone what happened, obviously. Like, it's her private... How humiliating. ...business. Yes. Oh. To have to, like... And everyone's looking at her and they're like, well, what happened? How did... What happened last night? And she's like, so makes up a little thing. Like, we got separated. But it... I mean, it's just so awful and awkward and terrible that she has to sort of hide this terrible thing that's happened to her, but why would she want to tell everyone? Like, it's so embarrassing. She can't. No. She And she's still trying to understand what happened. She can't explain anything. She, she doesn't have no. any answers. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Especially, they had this tearful thing on the docks, and he gave her this ring, and, like, you know, they're, like crying and looking into each other's eyes. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. No. Like, for someone's behavior to, like, literally 360... Jekyll and Hyde, right? Yeah. No, it doesn't make any sense. <clears throat> Something has to be wrong. Yeah. Like, she's like, there has to be a reason. I, I, we have to find the reason. It must have to do... The judge, like, she's searching. Okay. Yeah. So she goes to go looking for Angel. Um, Willow and Xander are in the library and, like, <laughs> and Cordelia's there, and then and then Xander and Cordelia are in the stacks because they're all like doing research on the judge. And Xander and Cordelia have this little like convos, like spat thing where Xander's like, "Can't we just kiss and make up?" And and she's she's like, "I don't want to make up, but the kissing part." <laughs> and then they just start making out, and Willow sees them. Isn't that such an effective cut, too? Oh. From the kiss, like, being tight in on that kiss, and then the kiss splitting apart, revealing Willow? Yes, it's so good. It's so heart-wrenching. Ha. It's so... This whole episode is so brutal. <laughs> okay, this whole episode is so brutal. Why? This whole episode is so brutal because they gave us such a high point to fall from in the last episode. It was really fun. Yeah. So fun. The community is tight. We're working together. We've introduced a new member. We had a birthday party. We're There's all plan, together. Like, yeah. yeah. We're working together. Everything is, the community is strong. It's working. It's healthy. Yeah. And now we're getting picked apart yes. one by one, not just because of Angel. We've got Miss Calendar. Yeah. yeah. We've got this love triangle sort of Xander Willow Cordelia. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we have what's going on with Angel and Buffy, which is massive. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just crumbling. Yeah. They're they're coming apart, and, and Willow's so upset. She, like, runs in the hallway, and Xander runs after her, and they have this big spat, like, where she's like, I can't believe you. You didn't tell me. I can't believe this happened. And Xander's like, it doesn't mean anything. It's just making out. And then Willow is like, well, I guess you'd rather make out with someone you hate than someone you like. Yeah. Like. True. It's so sad. It's yeah. so sad. And it's funny because Willow has been sort of off the Xander train mm-hmm. for a while. Like they haven't. Season one had a lot of that sprinkled in of Willow sort of pining for Xander, but she, it's really dropped out in this season. She's sort of, we've seen her get over that yep. crush, basically, and then she's interested in this new guy, and, you know, her and Xander are still best friends, but but it still would be hard to see someone that you did have a crush on that obviously was unrequited 
making out with someone that you think is so horrible and well, stupid. <laughs> it would reactivate all of those feelings of jealousy or envy, inadequacy. Yeah. Uh, your se- your self esteem would would take a hit, mm-hmm. which you can see. Yeah. It's so sad. Uh. Get, and then so so Willow goes home <laughs> mm-hmm. to like she gives herself a timeout. Yeah. Because she needs it. Mm-hmm. To collect herself. What do you think the timeline is? When mm-hmm. does Miss Calendar have the conversation with Uncle? Um, I have it after. So okay. Buffy is goes to Angel's house and sees Kay. Angel. And then I have um, the Miss Calendar thing after that. So it's probably in the show it's after. But I bet what they're doing is it's kind of simultaneous. Yes. Okay. Totally. That's why they're flashing between different scenes like very quickly. To show so us. It's kind of hard to know what's happening when. But it kind of feels like it's all happening at the same time. I agree. Or very, very quickly. Um, so Buffy's at Angel's house, um, looking for him, and he and he's there, in his he's shirtless, <laughs> and now he's wearing leather pants. Oh, Ew. he's in his vampire leathers. Yes, so hot. Uh, and and Buffy's like, oh my god, I, I, I'm so glad you're safe. Like she hugs him, and and he is so weird, like so casual and cruel, and like laughing at her. This is a gaslight. Oh my god! Can this, you imagine? Uh, no, oh and god. yes, I yeah. can. It just like the cruelty is. I mean, they. I I believe it because he he is not like a human with a soul anymore. So this is what like a like a someone without a soul would do. But this is also what humans do to each other, like real humans with souls. How many? But how many episodes have we watched where? We are having, we are not in um, a fantastical world. We are in it. We're having a human conversation. The mm-hmm. evil, the evil thing that they show us that is often the most painful is the human kind. Yes. This is that. Cruelty. Yes. He is not a demon in this scene. He's just a, a, a terrible human being. Yes. He's a horrible man. Yeah. Being like, you know... I, it didn't mean anything, like, and she was, like, she's so upset, she's, like, wasn't I good, and he was, like, oh, yeah, you're great, like, I, if I had known you'd give it up so easy, I would have done this stuff, like, earlier. Oh, yeah. Every, you name it, he says it. Yeah, take every hurtful thing you could ever think of about this situation. Any way to shame a woman for having sex, which, I just want to say it, Buffy is punished for having sex. Mm. What could be more real? What could be more true of today? Yes. Like, that is what just happened mm-hmm. in this show. Oh, you think you're watching a show about a strong woman who can do anything? Oh, you think you're watching a show about a woman who can save the world? Guess again. You're, you're in the same world that will punish, ruin women's lives for being, for being trusting, for being sexual. Mm-hmm. For and it's so true. This having to hide it, yes, having to lie to your parental figures, having to, you know, even to your friends. Like it's it changes every, you know, that all the things. The woman, that the woman's role in this reality, in our reality where we grow up, the Western world, mm-hmm. is. The woman feels shame after sex, and the man feels nothing. Yeah, in in Straightland. Yeah, uh, which this is in. We're in Straightland. We're in s- definitely <laughs> in Straightland. <laughs> but this is the story, right? Yes. Tale as old as time. It's horrible. Uh, so then, right after this, or simultaneously, this is when Uncle and Miss Gallander are talking about vengeance, and he says vengeance passes through generations which we talked about last episode a lot about like yeah what is justice what is vengeance he's very clear in being like i don't care about justice all we care about is vengeance he must suffer yes and then it is revealed when they're talking that um if angel has a moment of true happiness he will lose his soul if he has a one moment where his soul no longer plagues him one moment of contentedness, mm-hmm. 
he loses it. And that's and that's the curse. And he and Miss Calendar came here to stop that from happening because they want him to have a soul and be tortured for eternity. Yes. They don't want the soul to go. Yes. But it's too late. <laughs> well, in Jenny Calendar, yet another woman with a burden mm. to her people, to her calling. Fuck. Mm-hmm. It's so fucked. It's so wonderful. It's wonderful. Like yeah. her parallel too about her duty to her family, to her people. Chosen ones. Yeah, absolutely. Really. How many chosen ones can there be in an episode? Uh, well, many. <laughs> one chosen one. Two chosen one. So this is good. This is good though, because this is what when what clocked me in to be like, oh, like that was his moment of true happiness, and that's what. That's why he doesn't have his soul anymore. Like, that's what's happened. Um, so, uh, right, Willow comes back after her timeout and, like, chats with Xander. It's like, listen, like, whatever. We're going to we're gonna save Buffy. We have a job to do. We'll talk about this later. Yeah, kind of. I'm not okay. Yeah. This isn't okay. But this isn't the appropriate time. Yeah, we can't do this right now. There's other tasks at hand. Oh, I love Willow. She's so mature. She is. Yeah. She's just so good about handling her feelings. She is. And she lets herself feel her feelings. Yeah. But then she's like, okay, we can't do it right now. And Xander listens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he has his great, I'm having a, I'm having an idea. Mm-hmm. I'm having a plan. That's such a beautiful <laughs> moment. <thought>. Yeah. <laughs> And that's when Angel shows up and tries to kill Willow. Yes. He like he's like, hey god, he's he's in the shadows. He's like, hey guys. Um, they're like, oh my god, so happy you're alive. Like, can't believe it. Like, cause he's been their friend. Yes. Like, he really built the trust for for like a year. Yeah. For all of like last school year and this year, like he's in the gang he's their friend they all have spent time alone with him doing crime club doing whatever so like of course they trust him he's in the shadows because he's got his demon face on and then miss calendar is like don't get away from him willow go near him yeah and and he grabs her and then is in demon face we also get this great moment where angel says xander go get the others Um. and xander goes and then we get a bit of Xander intuition because he stops and turns around and is like, something is wrong. Yeah. And that's right before Miss Calendar says, get away from him, Willow. So we have this moment of Buffy doesn't have a monopoly on intuition. No. We have an intuitive community here. And we have a really, really clear example of of a, of a man, of Xander, saying something's not right. Mm-hmm. And, and... Angel is going to fucking bite Willow, and he's like, I'm going to kill kill all your friends. Like, I'm going to kill all, all of these people. And Buffy shows up and is, I mean, I think she's sort of realized what's going on now. Like, she's, she's a little bit more like, she was like freaked out mm-hmm. after that incident at his house, but now she's like here, and she's like, something's fucked, and I'm mm-hmm. here to save my friends. Mm-hmm. Um... And uh, how does this end? I don't know. So, so Miss Calendar has the cross mm. and is like, get away from him. Yes. He's not Angel anymore. Yes. And Xander is like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. And then we get Buffy who comes in from the other side. So we've got, yes. uh, we've got a war on two fronts here. Showdown. He's Yeah. He's, there's no escape for Angel. Not that he's interested in escaping at this point. Um, he's engaged with Buffy. They've locked eyes and they're having a war of words. Xander is creeping up behind him, mm-hmm. grabs Willow. Yes. He gets pushed away. Angel is like super into talking about how, like, how could you really think I felt anything? Mm. Little girl, school girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, what does he say? He says something like, dream on, school girl, your boyfriend's dead. Yes. And... Oh. And then grabs her and kisses her and pushes her into the wall and leaves the way Buffy had come in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Xander used a bit of a cross to get him off of Willow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fucking awful. And 
Then I wrote Angel Spike Drusilla Fun Times. Yes. He goes back to check in and they're like, we they're like <laughs> doing a little like dance together. Like, I am having so much fun. Oh, thank God we need some levity. <laughs> I know. Spike is like, you didn't fucking kill her. Like he's pissed. Even though Spike has chosen many times not to kill her. Uh-huh. So <laughs> but Angel's like, no, I'm I, you know, I'm I'm toying with her. I wanna kill I wanna make her suffer. Drusilla actually is like, you want to hurt her like you hurt me. (laughs) It's so, but she's so fucked up. She's so fucked up. She's like gleeful. She's like, remember when you hurt me and killed all my family? (laughs) You made me who I am today. (laughs) But she's having a marvelous time. I know. She's just manic in this episode. She's manic in these two episodes. Like, it's beyond um so yeah and then angel says to kill this girl you have to love her fuck oh it's awful but isn't he right yes like when do we see when do we see buffy actually weak when do we see this gang the scooby gang actually weak it's when they're separated when divide and conquer it's when we're unhappy yeah when when our emotional health is damaged that's that's when we're weak Yes. And and right after this, we see Buffy just weeping in her bed. She takes off her ring. Yes. She goes to the cross, the first gift she was yes. given to protect her. The silver cross. Which was to protect her from the master and from Luke. Mm-hmm. Yep. Angel first showed up. And, and she's just weeping on her bed. And we don't see Buffy cry very much. No. Sometimes we see her shed a little tear. But weep, absolutely weeping in the bed, like. Well, and she's about to have a dream mm. that answers a lot of questions for her, or that will answer a lot of questions for her. But when she is in that room alone, she is asking herself, "Was I being fooled this whole time? Yes. Was she knows he told her that the way that he killed his victims before was by ruining their lives? Yes, and making them like." fall in love with him and then yeah and is, then is this not exactly how that would work yes like it's psychotic now this is amazing because i didn't oh god this is funny you just must laugh when i say this shit <laughs> when <laughs> i think it was in the last episode where i was like i don't we haven't is angel redeemable and i was like we haven't seen him like be evil so <laughs> yes <laughs> you, you're like yes i don't know <laughs> Well, I had to ask you this question because it, it was going to is if it wasn't last time it was going to be too late mm-hmm. because now you can't unsee the no, what he has what he is. Yes. Or what he has been and it is truly I mean, yeah, it is psychotic. If we were to be introduced to this character this way first, mm-hmm. it would be impossible yeah. to turn this corner. But how many people in the world do other people meet where they are at the stage of life as Angel? Mm. And how different is it when you knew them as Angelus? Yes. Like, this is what it's asking us. Mm-hmm. This is what it's doing. Is he... Can, is he redeemable after you know this part after he is this and it's different knowing is different than experiencing yes about being like i heard you did this thing but then like seeing it in action it's really fucked up it's just a differentiation that is it's just so difficult and it is so deeply personal Mm -hmm. for buffy for many people angel will be is irredeemable Mm-hmm. For others, he is not. Yep. For, like, it's just not... It's not black and white. No. It's not cut and dry. But boy, is he a bad boy. Oh, my God. He is a bad daddy. Yeah, he is. <laughs> He's so, like, Spike. Uh, that's why they're bros. So um, we're crying in the bed, just like you cried over summer camp, boyfriend. <laughs> we're crying in the bed. Weeping. Weeping your little weepers out. And the dream comes. The dream. And who tells her? Who tells her? That to look, to, if you only see, who tells her? It's Angel. Mm-hmm. And, and it's Angel. I really believe in this episode, one moment of seeing the old Angel is so effective. Yes. Because I believe that is the old Angel coming to her in a dream. Yes. That's what I think. <laughs> <laughs> and there's this whole sexy time, flat, like we're seeing 
this love, this sexy time that they had. And it is revealed in the dream that Miss Calendar. Yeah. What does she say in the dream, Miss Calendar? Nothing. She, she just, just lifts there. a veil. She, oh, yeah. She's in like widow garb. They're at this grave. And she lifts like a veil. And she just, she knows. It's and, Angel who speaks. Yes. They're at a grave. Yes. That could be interpreted in so many ways. Any, oh, my God. Yeah, if we had 20 hours to talk, we could, you know, talk about all the different symbols in this episode. <laughs> yes. But he says, you can see if you only know where to look. Yes. And then this is revealed, which, of course, is on the tail end of the sexy dream, which we have to talk about. You need to talk to me about how you felt about that sex montage. <laughs> like, just just for my own well-being, we need to talk about it. <laughs> Very but, sexy. Oh. Uh, I mean, there's... There's just so much sucking face in, in these two episodes. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I will say I'm not as invested in the Angel-Buffy relationship as you are. <laughs> That's fine. I think it would hard, be hard to be. I think if I watched this when I was 17, it yes. would have made me feel different. Yeah. Or if I was 16, I think it just would have related and been that pain of breaking up, which if we're... <sighs> When we've had a long-term partner for a long time, uh, like you and I have, it's hard to sort of remember the pain of of this kind of thing ha- happening to you. But at the time, it is so painful. And when you're younger, you tend to have a bit more breakups a bit more frequently. Well, it also depends on the nature of your relationship. Mm-hmm. Buffy had an experience of of seeing someone she loved become unrecognizable. That is something not everybody has. Mm-hmm. And it's a different experience. Yeah. Watching someone disappear in front of your very eyes and become someone else, someone who is cruel to you, someone who causes you pain. We'll get into it more as the season moves on, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of ways you can interpret this. Yes. Alcohol. Domestic uh, violence. Yes. And abuse. Yes. It's all. It's all. Take your pick, right? Mm -hmm. Like, it's just um, so full of metaphor that it completely depends on your experiences, how you view the schism, the massive earthquake opening hellmouth that this relationship caused for Buffy and Angel and how that affects you. But it was sexy. Oh, so sexy. <laughs> so you saw the tattoo again. I told you you would. Nice you got a good look, didn't you? And 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 what did you think about like so we had what did we have? We didn't have we didn't have boobies or bums or No, it was like it was like hands on the face and skin. lips and just skin. Moving sheets. Sheets. Like it was very kind Sound. of artful. Lots of little like breathy. Yeah. Very, very soft porn. Yes, very, yeah. very. Like just little Softest. peaks and their eyes Lowercase P. Yeah. Yeah. So it's very just but <laughs> Andrew <laughs> texted me that was the first time he saw sex on TV. Absolutely. And he was like, What? <laughs> It was one of the first times I did. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, so I'll go to Sears and get burgundy sheets. Burgundy. And you better believe it. I got burgundy oh sheets. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sexy. Ugh. Burgundy is such a 90s color. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a good color on their skin. Um, okay, so we wake up. Buffy's eyes open. Mm-hmm. And what do we do? We get she is and then she just walks into the classroom where Miss Calendar and Giles are, and then she just grabs Miss Calendar by the throat and slams, slams her, her on the desk. And this is in class. What do you know? Should I get the principal? No, I I will deal with this. You're you're all dismissed. Did you do it? Did you change him? For God's sake, calm down. Did you know this was going to happen? You can't just go around accusing everybody. I didn't know. Exactly. I was told. I was sent here to watch you. They told me to keep you and Angel apart. They never told me what would happen. Jenny. I'm sorry, Rupert. 
Angel was supposed to pay for what he did to my people. And me? What was I supposed to be paying for? I didn't know what would happen until after I swear I would have told you. So it was me. I did it. I think so. <sighs> Miss Calendar, she knows it. She knows she knows. Yeah. She doesn't fight it. No. She just, and they have this like deep locked eyes connection, woman to woman. And Giles is like, Buffy, blah, blah, blah. And Miss Calendar's like, no, I. I know. It's true. Like I had no idea. Yeah. If I had known, I would have told you. Like, yeah. they're having a conversation in code because they both know what each other are talking about. Yes. And here's where Daddy Giles finds out. Yes. That, the moment of true happiness and, yeah. Although, they don't know what the moment of true happiness is yet. No, but it's insinuated. Yes. Here. Giles knows that she had sex with Angel in this conversation. In this moment, yeah. Because then they talk, like, Willow talks about it later because it dawns on them later. Well, and Giles is like, what What are you talking about, Miss Calendar? Like, a moment mm-hmm. of true happiness, contentedness, what could that be? And Buffy oh. says, me. Mm-hmm. It was me. And he's like, what? You? And then you see her just look at him with these eyes of, don't ask me. Don't. Don't. So painful. Don't ask me. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, so I guess I don't know if Giles knows. But I think he does know here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, yeah. So it it's so fucked. Um, and Buffy's like, fucking curse him again. Like, yeah. let's do this. <laughs> like, yeah. let's curse him again. She's like, Miss Calendar's like, I don't know how to do that. And it's I like don't have the power. Magic. Yeah. And then she's like, take me to someone who will. We're going to Uncle. So they're going to going to see him. I think before we see him, yeah, we we are with um Xander and his big big plan. <laughs> yeah. Which I was like. Wow, um, Giles is just like, yeah, sure, whatever. Like, <laughs> like Xander's like, I got this plan. I can't really tell anyone. It's an intense plan. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> they go to ARMY. They go to ARMY. <laughs> uh, I didn't know Sunnydale had an ARMY. <laughs> Some ARMY base. But is it really that hard to believe? Yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> They're going to the army. He's told Cordelia to dress trashy. <laughs> uh, um, I'd be insulted if it wasn't so perfect it's for so them. Funny. I know. It's so stupid. And then Oz has to come because he has a van mm-hmm. that can transport big equipments. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. So they're waiting in the van while Xander and Cordelia go into army and... <laughs> Xander, <laughs> I find out in this moment that he has retained all the knowledge from the Halloween episode <laughs> where he became a soldier, and so he knows um, terminologies of soldier, and so he sees this soldier guy, and he's like, uh, your boots aren't regulation, and you're whatever. Just give me 20 minutes with this girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, I can't believe this soldier's fucking convinced. Oh, well, these children are all very, they're just... Getting so used to just being so confident and yeah. being like, we're get, yeah, we're smart talking our way into it. If you tell someone you belong somewhere and you and you say it because you mean it, mm-hmm. like, yeah. they just might believe you. Yeah. Uh, and what's, what do you have to lose except for getting arrested by ARMY? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then they're going to get this these, like, weapons, um, which we don't know what it is yet. No. But meanwhile, uh, Willow and Oz are in the van waiting. And then Willow's like, um, do you want to make out? Oh. And Oz is like, oh, it's so cute. He's like, you know, I have this like fantasy where we're kissing. But he, and then he's like, but, but you know, it's, it's not like this because I, I think you're asking me because you have some sort of weird thing going on with your friend and. What in my fantasy when we make out you want to make you want to kiss me back and yeah. you're not kissing you're not closing your eyes and kissing Xander you're closing your eyes and kissing me yeah so he's like I'll wait but how beautiful and accepting oh, of being like yeah I see you've got this thing but like it's it's okay yeah. like its feelings are complicated yeah. and and I'll wait you are where you are mm-hmm. it's so cute Oz is amazing. <laughs> I'm obsessed with him now. He's really just revealed his, like, true self in the last two episodes, I feel. Yeah. Kind of. And he is a gem. He's awesome. So how... He's so cute. How 
how important do you think oh, sometimes I do this where I, I'm just setting you up. I should just say what I think. <laughs> um, I think we need this conversation because we've had um, Angel's behavior has dashed all of my dreams of happy, fun, good man. Good man exists. Yes. Good man is real. Mm. Respectful man is real. And Oz's behavior is the kindle of hope. It's a tonic. Yeah. And then Giles' behavior later in the episode, which yes. we'll talk about. Oh, yes. Later. Mm-hmm. But it's, they can, they, they, it's, they rekindle hope. Yeah. For me. Totally. For, like, literally mankind. Oh, he's just, it's so good. Yeah. And so, after this is when we see Buffy, Miss Calendar, and Giles go to Uncle. He has been murdered. Murdered. By Angel. And he's written on the wall, was it good for you too? And I screamed. So if we didn't know <laughs> then, we certainly know now. Yeah, holy shit. Oh, God. It's just, I literally screamed and scared my cat out of the room. Yeah. <laughs> Chinook, the black cat who watches the show with us religiously. He was like, oh! Couldn't take it. (laughs) Because I was screaming. It's, oh, God. It's just, like, the worst thing I could think of. This this episode is so hard to watch. Like, that is so difficult to see. We go to new depths. And just splashed for everyone to fucking see. Like, Giles says something to Buffy, like, this must be hard. Mm -hmm. Or, I'm so sorry, this must be so hard to see. Or he's really making it hard on you, Buffy. Mm. And she says, no, he's only making it easier. Like, the more evil he becomes. The less, like, that she's like, oh, this isn't my angel. She's, like, letting herself slowly, slowly see throughout this episode. Mm -hmm. That, well, she needs convincing. She needs, sure, her brain can know it. Your brain can know that this is not, this person isn't the same when... He drinks alcohol. This person isn't the same when mm-hmm. X, Y, Z, uh, insert example here of a human being in the real world where you would excuse away their behavior because of some reason. Mm-hmm. That's what's happening here. That's what this episode is about. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's getting harder and harder for her to hold on to hope that Angel could return. Yes. So. And all the hopes are being dashed. This guy's murdered. There's yeah. no... They can't make the curse again. Yeah. Um. So then we flash back to Angel and Spike and Drusilla with the judge, and they're like, "Okay, it's go time. We're gonna go go to somewhere crowded and get him like um, lit." <laughs> um. Uh. And <laughs> and uh. And they're gonna go to the mall. Yeah. Um. I wrote factory. Tr- oh, okay. Right before this is when I just love this. Um, they show Buffy the weapons they've they've gotten for her, and she's looking. And um, Miss Calendar is gonna come in, and Buffy's like, "Get out!" And Miss Calendar stays, and then Giles says, "She said, get out." You heard her. Yeah. How good is that? Yes. And how good is that coming off of Ted? Yes. Where <gasps> Joyce. Didn't believe. didn't believe her, mm. did not take her, and it isn't even about taking sides necessarily, it's just about being like, listen to this woman. Yeah. I'm listening to Buffy, you should listen she to Buffy. She said get out, yeah. Oh, I just, I was like, Solidarity. Giles. Yes, and just like, yeah, I fucking love Giles in that moment, I just loved it. Um, So they go to the mall, <laughs> and Buffy calls the judge Smurf. Yeah, I'll deal with the Smurf. <laughs> And he, the judge starts um, killing people. And you brought up Indiana Jones last time. This is essentially that technology or that visualized interpretation of... Yeah, the burning, the the melting. It's all the souls connecting into one. It's exactly that. And you you know Joss Whedon must Uh be. He just... Anytime you think it's a reference, it's a reference. Well, and we're riffing on, I think what we're riffing on is a rapture. Mm. So in biblical terms, a rapture is the um, ultimate apocalyptic event where the righteous are saved and the sinners are sent to hell in one moment, yes. in one act of God. Yeah. That is rapture. 
And I believe that's what this is. Mm-hmm. And it's awesome because the judge is assembled and disassembled in one, two episodes done. Yes. And what we actually get is the emergence of our new supervillain. Yeah, it's Angel. Angel. He Because him and Drusilla are the new duo in town because they walk in with the judge. Spike isn't there. Yes. This is going to have repercussions because now Angel is like the big bad with Drusilla. They're both powerful. Spike is rendered. um, He's neutralized. He's neutralized. But they walk in with the judge and then the weapon is revealed. (laughs) I was like, is that an Uzi? You were like, it's a fucking rocket Rocket launcher. (laughs) And it is amazing. And she just blasts him. Like, I just love that this took one... You know, he's like, no weapon can kill me. No weapon forged. Yeah. She's literally like, that was then. This This is is now. now. (laughs) It reminds me of Lord of the Rings. No man can kill me. I I am am no man. man. (laughs) (laughs) And she just fucking blows him up. And then the gang go to, like, disassemble his parts and put them in separate areas. And then we have to have the angel... Buffy showdown. The real showdown. Yeah. So the sprinkler system has gone off. They're all wet, like we said earlier. The earth is crying. Yes. The world is crying. The fates are crying. Everyone. And they were wet when they went and boned last night. And, you know, they're all wet. Absolutely. Now they have to have a little showdown. Um, And she says, you're not Angel. You're not him. Yeah. And and he's like, yeah, I am, baby. But <laughs> um, and then she has the stake. She could kill him, but she just she just can't. And he laughs in her face yeah. and says, "You can't do it. You can't kill me." And then she kicks him in the balls. Yeah, <laughs> very satisfying. <sighs> and says, "Give me time." Yeah, and it's true. Like I, she wouldn't. We wouldn't believe it. No, because it's too deep, and there's too much. And also this show, this show has magic. This show has, there is a way. There is always a way. The, she saw the prophecy with the master. She would die. She she did die, but she didn't die. So there is always a way, really. There is always hope. Well, what you're, you just, like you, you all but said it. Buffy was resurrected mm-hmm. in season one. Will we have Angel resurrected? Yeah. Will will he get his soul back or will we have to kill him? Yeah, and either is possible, but we don't know that right now. So I, it's like you can't can't kill him right now. No. So after this is when we have this amazing Buffy-Giles conversation where I did have a tear in my eye. I am so sorry. I, I had to be like, You're yeah, like, yeah, goodbye! Because you said that you haven't cried yet, and then that was the tear. I was like, don't look at me. I knew it. I knew it. But Marmar, you you may not be as invested in the Angel-Buffy relationship, mm-hmm. but you don't have to be. Like, this is the experience of this show. Mm-hmm. People are invested in other Different people. Things. I just love Giles so much. It's not over. I suppose you know that. He'll come after you. Particularly, his profile, um, I mean, he, he's likely to strike out at the things that made him the most human. You must be so disappointed in me. No. No, no, I'm not. This is all my fault? I don't believe it is. Do you want me to wag my finger at you and tell you that you acted rashly? You did, and I, and I can. I know that you loved him. He has proven more than once that he loved you. You couldn't have known what would happen. The coming months are going to be hard. I I suspect on all of us. But if it's guilt you're looking for, Buffy, I'm I'm not your man. All you will get from me is, is my support. And my respect. Can you imagine being in Buffy's position and hearing those words? They would be an antidote. Especially because, yeah, again, fucking in the Ted episode, I was like, (sighs) and then she's with Joyce after this, but Joyce 
is not really providing this emotional Absolutely support not. or anything. Like she, she doesn't really no, you know what's going Joyce on in her daughter's life. Joyce comes from planet denial. Yeah, and she doesn't know what's going on in her daughter's life. She was even like, you look different. And then was like, a lot. Like, I... I'll get you a cupcake. That's what you want, right? Yeah. We'll go to the mall. That's what you... It's totally superficial. And it's just... And and Buffy needs more. And also people need more than that. Anyone. Da- daughters, friends. You need more than that. And so to have Giles have this real conversation with her where he's like, am I a little disappointed? Like, could I say you were rash? And I could, but I'm I'm not going to do that. I'm going to say, I respect you and admire you. <laughs> <laughs> you will never get anything from me, but my, what does he say? My support and my respect. No, it just, <laughs> it makes me cry because it's an amazing thing for an adult to say to a teen. It's an amazing thing for a grown man to say to a teenage mm-hmm. woman. Yep. It's something I never had. No, and I don't. No one has that. Like, <laughs> no, but seriously, You're like, so right. no, just, fathers don't say that to their daughters. teen daughters after they've had sex. No, and they find out mothers don't. Mothers don't. don't, and so it's just so moving. Yes, <laughs> and it isn't. I think the you know a reason people don't say it, it is because they think. I don't know what they think. I don't know what they think. I don't know. But but to me, to me, it's like Buffy's private life, Buffy's sexual identity, her sexual life, that's no one's business. No. No one's business. And that is what he's saying, too. Mm-hmm. This is not my business. Mm-hmm. But your well-being, your life matters to me. Like, and that's unconditional. Yes. You don't need to prove anything to earn. You don't need to earn. You have it. Yeah. It's just. And this one action doesn't undo all this other relationship and things that have happened, which is what so often that act is reduced to as this like action that somehow undoes all these things. Like, yeah. Well, and, Which and is ridiculous. This idea, and it it does come from Christianity, mm. from from lots and lots of re- religions punish women. Oh for, well, bang sin. There yeah. you go. You have it. Yeah, and for somehow deserving the consequences of sex, mm-hmm. and you have this man, Angelus, which we can now start calling him Angelus because he. This is like his evil self is. I mean, this is his true vampire self is called Angelus. Yeah. This is Jekyll and Hyde. This is and Angel, Angel and Angelus. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. And I think that's what Drusilla is saying when she sees it in the stars. It only has one name. She's, Angelus. It's Angelus. Yes. We're no longer dealing with an Angel Angelus. Angel Angelus. Yes. It's Angelus yeah. now. And, and I think that's basically what that is saying. That vision is saying Angel is gone. He's yeah. gone. That duality is, doesn't exist anymore. Mm-mm. That's my interpretation of that riddle. Yep. But what we get in Giles' conversation with Buffy is something we didn't expect. Mm-hmm. And it's finally like a salve on the wound, the huge gaping wound that this show now has. The season has been completely exploded. Yes. By this new character yes then which i didn't expect i know <laughs> i was like oh Drusilla's the new big bad but it's actually angel yeah with Drusilla. yeah because they're perfect together yeah poor spike yeah <laughs> <laughs> So there's just a few outfits I want to go through, <laughs> um, which is off the top Cordelia in the library with a, again, very clueless, but Cordelia is kind of being a little preppy lately, um, little white shirt, but then a white um, sweater tied over the shoulders. Very 50s. Yes. And then little plaid short skirt. Yeah. So very Cher from Clueless. Yes. Again, love it. Uh, and... Buffy's, this is after she's had her cry and then she's coming to kick Miss Calendar's ass. She's wearing that like teeny little spaghetti strap shirt. It's navy with floral 
She looks like Buffy. Yep. And she's got her hair up, and she's, like, here to kick some ass. Yeah. And I love it. She looks great. She sort of looks like dark, dark angel Buffy. Yes. Like, yeah, wearing it's dark. black lace on top of blue. Mm-hmm. There's lots of black lace. Yes. In this. Mm-hmm. It's as though she is in mourning, maybe. Totally. Wearing totally. her blacks. Mm-hmm. Not wearing vibrant colors. No one really is. Jewel tones. No, yeah. no, no. That's why there's not two. And then with this outfit, she's got the silver cross on. Yeah. Which is really interesting because she was, like, crying over this jewelry. And she was like, I'm going to wear this, like, armor. Well, I think what it says. I'm so glad you brought that up. You're so. You spy so much in this show. <laughs> but, like, the night before this outfit, mm-hmm. she's questioning who tricked her. Angel tricked her, angel tricked her, angel tricked her for a year and a half. She wakes up, she has this dream, it's Miss Calendar, she puts her cross back on, and she's like, angel didn't trick me, you tricked me. Yes, yeah. And so she's starting to see clearer, not clearly, but she's starting to put some things together, mm-hmm. and that, she's wearing, her Her lover has died. Yes, yes, exactly, And and she's, yeah, she's. The thing he's given her, she she's wearing it, and yeah, it's it's an amazing. They don't have to talk about it; no. they just have to show it, and it's excellent. Uh, Cordelia's trashy outfit. <laughs> <laughs> so Xander's like, wear something trashier. It's very bizarre. Trash. I was like, what is trashy anyway? Um, she's wearing like a silver trench coat. It's almost like, I think it's a raincoat, maybe. Oh, yeah. Because it's raining out. That is probably it. But it is so metallic silver. She looks like she's in Austin Powers. Yes. And her hair is up in a pony with like a shiny headband. It looks metal. Yeah, it's like a metal headband. I know. Why is she in this like she's in like metallics and she's got big hoop earrings on? Uh, I don't know. I don't get this outfit, how it's trashy. And then Willow has Tasmanian Devil overalls on. I know. How many overalls <sighs> does Willow own? <laughs> I think she's seen all the cartoons and has overalls for all the cartoons. <laughs> so many. I will say, like, we have seen at least 20 variations of overalls <laughs> from Willow in this show. And I will be quizzing you on all of them at during the season two the appropriate quizathon. Oh. That's going to be an epic it is. episode. Don't you worry. so much shit. Oh, yeah. It'll be way harder than season one. Oh, yeah. It'll be a marathon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's really all I wrote because there wasn't too much. It wasn't clothing focused. No. We were just action. We were just crying. Yeah. It was. And the things that you picked up on were subtle and they were meant to be. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I will, I will, there are things I will not tolerate. I will not tolerate. I want to ask you a question. Okay. So, a couple episodes back, I said that Drusilla ascending Hmm. and returning to her throne, if you will, as Dark Angel Drusilla, Black Goddess, Mm. power, I said that that was the season two mid-season finale. Mm Mm-hmm. Andrew has said that this is. Yes. I want to admit to you that I lied. (laughs) (laughs) On purpose? On purpose. Oh, my God. (laughs) I have never done it. I've never done it before. How dare you lie to me? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) I feel terrible. You never lie to me again. I will never. (laughs) I will never lie to you again, and this is why I'm coming clean. Uh I just was so worried that part of you might have known this was coming. God, I don't. Because I just don't know anyone on earth who doesn't know that Angel and Buffy have sex and Angel goes bad. I just don't know. I didn't know that. I know. So I needed to be sure. I Jenny calendared you. Wow. I needed to say something that wasn't true, although it is a little bit true. It's a method. It's almost like it's almost like the structure of the season wants you to believe it, too. Yeah. Well. And I do believe it in a way, like, that that, I mean, it's an amazing revelation. It's also a two-parter episode. So they're doing it. They're setting you up. Mm -hmm. Even in the, dramaturgically, even in the structure of the season, Mm -hmm. they are setting you up to to have no idea that this is going to happen. Yeah. Because you get, you get 
what's my line part one? What's my line part two? You get an introduction of a new Slayer. Yes. And it's fun. The the big bads are fun. Like, fun. Yeah. Drusilla and Spike are fun. These were... This was not fun to watch this episode. Like, it was not, a, like, a romp. No. Uh, so, like, yeah, this is this is devastating. It is. This is devastating. So this is, yeah, this is the missing season finale for sure. Because yeah. obviously everything is different and I don't know what's going to happen. <sighs> Time will tell. <laughs> okay. But, so that's my coming okay. clean. It felt good to do okay. it in that category because <laughs> it was just eating away at me. I forgive you. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a favorite line from this episode? Yes. Okay, I think I said some already, but I'll just say them again. Um, so it's after Jenny has talked to Uncle, um, Bing, Big Uncle Daddy, mm-hmm. and she stands up and she says, "This is insanity. People are dying." Mm-hmm. And he says, "That's that's not our business." And and she just says, "We're all fools." And it's so Shakespearean to me. Ugh. And I wonder if if there's a sprinkling of of medicine that that could give to the ego, to the superiority, power, all the harm that comes from all those things. If people just thought about how we're all fools. Like, if everybody just took themselves down a few pegs and didn't have to be taken down a few pegs by someone else, if if they just – I like that line. It's not a quippy line. I just find it to be incredibly profound. Mm-hmm. And the other one I love is Angel says near the beginning of the episode when he comes into the factory, he says, she made me feel like a human being, and that's not something you can just forgive. <laughs> Amazing. And, like, uh, how right is that for him, right? Yes. Yeah. Love it. Mine is an angel. It's it's when he says, you look spiffy to the <laughs> blue daddy. And you hear him mutter under his breath, spiffy. spiffy. What's spiffy? <laughs> spiffy. And I will say, Brian Thompson is the actor who plays Luke. Mm-hmm. He is the actor who plays... Also, who plays I was looking Smurf Daddy. at his face, and I feel like I can tell, but it he just obviously, you need people who can really act through prosthetics yeah. to play these parts, because it's yeah. very difficult. Yeah. Well, and he has an incredibly, uh, like, cool face, a very interesting look. It's like square. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. It's cool. So so it, it suits him really, really well. And I also really love when Spike says, we still do kill people. Sort of our raison d'etre. <laughs> when <laughs> when Angel's like, I didn't kill her. Yeah. And he's like, well, we we do still do that. But you brought it up like, what, Spike, what are you talking about? You. He's had many chances. Yes. Thanks for listening. Uh, <sighs> Next episode is Phases. Everybody get ready. I know Phases is a fan favorite. Arg-ger? Ger. Arg.